I say I love you, puppy. I love you, puppy. Okay, I fight. Okay, bye bye. Dad without a dad production. Hey, everybody, and welcome to. I put Andy on the spot all the time. Yep. That's what I'm here for, man. That should be the name of our next uh, podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome to How to Be a Dad Without a Dad. How to Be a Dad Without a Dad. If you're new to the program, welcome. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Share it to your friends. If you don't have friends, we are your friends. You can follow me on Instagram and on Twitter at dad without a dad at dad without a dad but most important go check out my videos on youtube all you gotta do is search for jose de la roca jose de la roca on youtube you will see my upside down chia pet face click subscribe check out those funny videos and i was gonna say monkey face because today we're gonna be talking about something that it's kind of related to one of my favorite shirts and it's actually one of the videos <laughs> it's a monkey shirt and every time i wear that shirt people are like i love that shirt and i always say yeah it matches my face anyways um with me is always andy <laughs> you see we not only make fun of you we always always make fun, you know make sure i make fun of myself too yeah we we make fun of each other right that's that's how this process goes it's what it's all about um yeah hey everyone i'm andy always joining jose um yeah we talk about dad stuff oh yeah and i burp i wonder if people don't like that if you don't like that send me an email hello at jose de la roca.com hello at jose de la roca.com and i wonder if i could um we're not going to say what you said at the beginning because i'm still gonna have to ask you whether i could leave it or not but it was something related about your relationship with your wife. We'll just put it like that. Now it sounds even worse. <laughs> it's not like she listens to it. No, no, that's true. But I mean, it, it was more like we were talking about Christmas. Anyway, you can leave it. It's fine. It's fine. No, the cool. start. So yeah. it's something that we're recording the week before Thanksgiving here. And um, I got in the car. We were going to... I think Trader Joe's, which is the market that, to get groceries. Uh, my girlfriend picked me up and we were going to get groceries. And as soon as I got in, I started listening to what they were playing. Like I told you guys, we are very music you know, driven here in this house. And I listened and she was already playing Christmas songs. And that was last week. So I want to say mid-November. And it's not her personally. It's literally a radio station here in L.A., which is Coast 103.5. And the reason they start that early is basically for ratings. That's the only time they get huge ratings. They go from 3.0 to 12.5 in the ratings. And that's the reason why they start early. But my question was like, what the fuck? Is it way too early? And, you know, I started listening to songs. And then the next week, I actually created a playlist and I share with my with my girlfriend. And, you know, I put a couple songs for my son and he started to listen to them. 
And I like Christmas songs. I don't. There's a couple of them that I love and I would listen to all the time. But the question was like, is it too early? So the question to you, mm. I already told you what happens here in LA, of course. I don't know how the rest of the country is, but in LA, mid-November, Coast 103.5, decided to fuck Thanksgiving and give you the Christmas songs already. And they play Christmas songs 24-7, by the way. So my question to you is like, do you guys do that over there? And do you personally do that? So I got a question, but I'll ask you at the end. So over in the UK, obviously we don't have Thanksgiving, right? So there's not really a hard limit. Um, so after Halloween, which is obviously October 31st, then it's almost fair game. Let's say if I'm a, if I'm a radio station producer or DJ or whatever, it's almost fair game to like chuck in the occasional Christmas song and then afterwards say, ah, oh, isn't it crazy? When is the right time to play this sort of stuff? But the, the real thing is right. As soon as Advent starts, which is like December 1st, that is when all the Christmas songs are on the radio, but not like all the time. It really depends what station you listen to. Um, but that's when, you know, the, the gloves are off is when it's actually December. Um, in terms of like ads and floor space and shops and stuff like that, literally the November 1st, that is right. Right. It's fair game. Get that inventory out there. Get everything read. Make sure people are talking about Christmas already. Um, you know, all the stuff will start bombarding you straight away. The thing is in the UK is like, we are there, we are loud. There are a certain contingent of loud, grumpy people. Um, <laughs> like I'm sure there is an LA as well. Right. Who will moan about anything being like, you know, if, if people played a Christmas song on the 30th of November, they would complain. So I think like people tend to show a little bit of restraint. Um, but yeah, as soon as it hits December, like all that stuff goes out the window. Um, so that, that's like the general cultural thing that I can say, um, in terms of that's here too, by the way, like November yeah. 1st, you know, fuck Thanksgiving, everything's red. Yeah. Cause it's a money-making thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then that's when you get weird stuff like black Friday sales and stuff like that. That's so intrinsically tied to Thanksgiving, but it, weirdly, Black Friday's come over to the UK now, and it seems like it's something that people do pretty much all the time. But it's not like something that's anchored to Thanksgiving weekend like it is for you guys. It's something that kind of happens. Well, I think Amazon's UK Black Friday deal is happening now. Um, but yeah, I, I think it, it, the, like you said, there's probably a lot of parallels between both of them. But like for the 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 you know, the Griffiths household, uh, <laughs> usually, um, Christmas is like, I mean, I love Christmas. Christmas is ace. Uh, I've always loved Christmas. Um, and we decorate almost as early as possible. My wife has already mentioned to me, Hey, we should, uh, how, what about putting stuff up this weekend? Uh, which is crazy early, but at the same time, like, because my son is, you know, he's had one Christmas before because he was so young, like he didn't really get it. Uh, he was literally, you know, he would have been almost one last year. So now he's two. He's talking, he's singing, you know, he you could give him something and he appreciates it. Uh, so this year is going to be awesome in terms of Christmas. Like this is going to be his first proper Christmas. So, yeah, it's going to be really cool. I'm really looking forward to it. I just um, 
Now, when your wife Christmas started mentioning thing. we should put it, the Christmas things up, did she do it because she knows you're going to take three weeks to do it and she started putting <laughs> the bug there? Or did she do it because she doesn't want to do it and you should do it? So they're in our loft, right? So I would have to go up and get them down. And then usually they're down for like a week and then we put them up <laughs> together. So I think that's probably it. Um, my wife is like a fastidious planner. She plans everything to a T. Um, so, yeah, it's probably that. I mean, she knows that it's going to take a while. A while but isn't that her it. ecosystem too? Like she is a planner. Isn't that what she do too? Yeah, definitely. It's, it's related to a job as well, for sure. But I think, you know. I'm trying to make you look bad, by the way. Yeah, I know, I know, I got it. It, it was subtle, <laughs> it got more aggressive, but it's okay. Um, I think that, like, I, I the thing is, Christmas is great. I love Christmas. Um, like Mariah Carey. Oh no! Is yeah, but dude, she's no. already out over here advertising no. stuff for Walker's crisps because they oh, put out no. their Christmas flavors. Why like, did you literally even have first to mention, November? No. So yeah. No, please don't mention that stupid name. And by the way, yeah. I gotta. Admit it to you. That is my girlfriend's favorite song. All I want at Christmas is you. It's a, it's which, a great song. Really? Well, dude, like all Christmas songs are rubbish. Like, come on. Like, no, everyone that, is that's rubbish. just like yeah, an dude. annoying one. Like, Fairy Tale in New York, rubbish. Um, what? I don't even know that one. That's the one by the pogs uh pogs or i don't know i i don't know these songs but they're constantly on um do you know this one let me see this is something you might like yeah Is that the Strokes? He is the singer. Yeah. That is Julian Casablancas. Yeah, so there you go. That's That could be yeah. your new favorite song. Instead yeah. of that... I didn't want to say uh, Hang on. I, no, 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 no. I never said the Mariah Carey song was my favorite song. Let's back that up a little bit. Um, it is a stereotypical Christmas song, right? Ah, okay, okay. Yeah. You brought it up like, oh, you know. It's just the one that automatically springs to mind, really. Um, but yeah, Christmas is a big deal. I mean, I, I I love Christmas. I look forward to it every year. I think the thing for me that's always the thing is like that period between December 25th to like 31st of January or even the 30th of January is that time where like time stops for people. And even people that have um, people like offices close, people have spare time um so it's just kind of awesome and people head out there and do stuff crazy people go shopping i don't want to do that um yeah it's just an amazing time of year i absolutely love it it's great do you guys do uh cyber monday yep cyber monday's a thing as well uh cyber monday and there's also something for tuesday i can't remember what it's called oh really oh for me my christmas shopping is on cyber monday i buy Uh, everything i need and boom boom 
that's when I do my Christmas shopping as well. Oh, really? Cool. Pro tip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the question is, when are you going to start uh, decorating the Griffith household? So I was thinking about doing it this weekend, to be honest. I think I think it's the time. Uh, I was going to surprise my wife with it. Uh, if How do you she do that? leaves the house for a few oh, hours. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, but we'll see. But we'll see. It's going to take me a long time. Um, so I had a question. So my question would be, so this radio station that you talked about, why do they get a ratings bump when they start playing Christmas songs? Is it because people want Christmas songs or is it just all that they are the first radio station in LA to play them? Uh, yes and yes. So it's the it's one of those things that we know Santa Claus is coming. Same thing. We know that is mm. the radio station that plays um, uh, Christmas songs. And the other one is like there's people like your wife and my girlfriend that can't wait for Christmas to come here. I have a relative in um, in Guatemala and. I don't think they listen, so I'm going to talk shit about her, even though I like her and I think she's a wonderful person. But her Instagram for the whole fucking year is like, there's 364 days for Christmas. There's 125 days for Christmas. And now it's like every two hours, there's like 28, whatever the fuck days are. It's like, we know you like Christmas. Shut the hell up. You know, like, Ah, you know, anyways, but there's people like that. So they know that, um, you know, she probably had the, the radio station marked just waiting for press it one day and be like, yes, Christmas songs and nothing against Christmas songs. And like I said, I yeah. like them. I have my my top uh, three will be uh, uh, Lucy and Linus. Uh, you know that one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Uh, and then will be uh, Christmas and Hollis. And yeah, uh, yeah, yep. I told you, right? I'm. I think I said it a couple of years ago. I met Daryl from Run DMC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that yeah. I think so. Here's the thing. That's probably my favorite Christmas song, especially as in because it's in my favorite Christmas movie as well. So. Oh, Die Hard! Hell yeah! Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Favorite Christmas movie too. It is a Christmas yeah. movie, people. It's totally, it's totally a Christmas movie. It's set during Christmas. Like, I, it's absolutely a Christmas movie. And then 100%. this one is, uh, you know, the the one that I just played is uh, my number three. And the reason I know this song is because um, it's actually, it was written by Jimmy Fallon and or, or Horacio Sanz. And the, it was performed on Saturday Night Live years ago. And I remember watching it. And I think I was pretty fucked up, like super drunk. And I was like, that song is amazing. And I guess everything trailed that. And then Julian Casablancas heard it and asked if he could record it. And he did it. So I think that's why it's my number three. Because it's like, gives me really good memories. And it's a pretty cool song. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so there's, loads of, there's loads of Christmas culture that's awesome as well. Like um, all the films are around there. The comedy specials that happened during that time. Like, yeah, it's great. And if you think about it. Like culturally, we're so we're so diverse now. Like, there's so many options for entertainment. There's so many options for everything. Like to have some kind of big societal event that everyone gets behind is kind of cool. Um, I don't think we're going to get much of that, like 
in the future like do you remember when people you know it's that water cooler thing right when people are like oh it's monday morning did you see that thing on friday night and i think people that what like sports and i like sports um so i'm quite fortunate but you know i think christmas is one of those things that just transcends everything right um like everyone has an opinion on christmas regardless of what uh what they're doing at the time uh, it affects everything and affects everyone i think that's kind of cool and it affects more if you're a parent too right yeah 100 percent. i mean i like some people get anxiety over it right like they feel <laughs> a pressure um i read something really interesting that um that someone shared with me the other day which was like uh obviously father christmas gets all their kids their presents right and uh they basically they were, uh, it was a message from a teacher that was on facebook i think and the message was please stop telling your kids that father christmas got x tablet or y iphone or whatever um because other kids notice that and if they come from poorer backgrounds they're like uh oh was i not good this year because i didn't get the the tablet or the phone or whatever why does that kid get something better than me maybe it was something negative that i did I thought it was really interesting. I never thought about it that way before. Um, I kind of, yeah, I haven't thought about that whole Father Christmas lie thing yet with regards to my son. I don't know. I don't know how that's going to go. Uh, my niece and my nephew, they um, they do a list. And then I mm. guess Father Christmas, however you guys call it. Uh, then Father <laughs> Christmas decides, I don't know if you're seeing my quote unquote decides yeah, yeah, yeah. what to bring him so i guess the solution could be that right where father christmas be gets a list and he decides not to bring yeah. the ipod <laughs> <laughs> exactly exactly um i think the bigger question yeah. for me was always now that uh my niece and my nephew my nephew is basically he's like i'm five two so he's like almost five six five seven he's huge mm. and he's only 13 right and boys you know mentally grow up later like it takes them years you know they could be 13 yeah. but literally they are mentally 10 right and girls are yeah. different my niece is way ahead of him and she's only 11 but the question was always like do they know about Santa? <laughs> so i haven't really brought up the yeah you know and yeah. then i was like Should I say something? Should am I going to ruin them? So I never. So I keep quiet. And my question is like, when is the age? Because I was listening to, uh, I was uh, watching a comedy special, <laughs> and then the guy was saying like, you know, you don't want to be too early and be the bad parent, right? To tell him the truth, but you also yeah. don't want to be the stupid parent and not tell them, and they find out. And then they look stupid and they come to you like, yeah, you motherfucker, how come you didn't tell me? You know what I mean? So yeah, how do you know to be not the bad parent, not the stupid parent, where like in between you're like, all right, it's time for you to know. And also you don't want to be like my mom when I asked, I was eight and I'm like, mom, I want a motorcycle. Then she turned, she looked at me and she said, yeah, no. Nah. And this is why. <laughs> I... I've always thought it was really weird that it's such an elaborate lie, right? Like what we do. Um, 
And I don't want like my son to be that kid on the playground who's, you know, laying down truth bombs for people or whatever. But at the same time, like I feel like I feel like you're invalidating the trust by buying into the thing. But at the same time, like, it just makes me feel weird. This whole thing, uh, and it's something that I felt weird about, like my whole life, really, um, because I can't remember ever thinking that Father Christmas was a thing when I was growing up. I don't think, because like I remember leaving out like you leave out a stocking right so in my case it was um uh so i used to share a room with my brother so we'd leave out like a stocking uh not a stocking like a pillowcase that you tie around the door handle and then you'd hear my dad or <laughs> probably my dad or my mum like putting stuff in there and then you'd wake up at like five o'clock in the morning or whatever so they you'd like go to bed at let's say eight o'clock for argument's sake right and then as they're going to bed they probably put it in so it's about 11 o'clock or whatever and then you wake up at five because you're so excited and then you, you open the door and then you got the presents right but i never like i don't know i, ne- I don't think i ever thought it was a father christmas thing yeah i just i, I don't want to like paint the picture that i had no magic in my childhood because wait I what did. if you I think it's just more like as a parent now that makes my view on this like harder i think what if you had a small bladder and you get get out at two in the morning and then you see your present already there you're like oh this fucker came early yeah you win at life right you've got presents before everyone else that's great um but yeah i I don't know man like obviously your son's a lot older than mine so so how how does that work with you like well, we really didn't introduce him to Father Christmas, Santa Claus, or whatever. He, I guess, mm-hmm. culture did. It's one of those things that culture, you know, will put yeah. into your... And I don't know. That's, that's the thing. When he gets older, I'm going to be, you know, I'm very <laughs> brutally honest sometimes. But I don't want to be too early. And I don't want to be, mm. you know, the dumbass that he comes by. He's like, so... You've been lying this whole time, motherfucker? How come you didn't tell me? I was at the playground. This fucker said this and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Talking about kids. <laughs> <laughs> because that's, this is that's a, the weird thing, though, right? Yeah. Like, I, I, I don't get how you do that. Because you, you don't want your kid to be the kid in the playground that tells everyone else, right? But at the same time, you don't want to deliberately mislead your child for, like, literally years like years and it's elaborate like every single year it must get more elaborate when they have more questions like so there's one dude delivers stuff to everyone in the world everyone yep it's like okay so he he sees everything that i'm doing all the time yep it just i don't know always felt weird to me (laughs) And, and maybe that'll change i'm sure me and my wife will talk about it and I'm sure eventually I will buy into it 100% um, and just do it like everyone does. But and, and like while my son is young, I'm still having to do some mental gymnastics to figure out. My son is such a smart, smarty pants. Like he's like literally becoming a mini me. Such a like he comes out with like anyways, like he's he, I think he just came out with a joke a couple of days ago by himself. And I was nice. laughing anyways. I'm pretty sure he one day he would come to me and be like, wait, so you don't believe in Jesus, but you believe in Santa Claus? And I'll be like, well, sir, 
sit down. You're about to be crushed twice today. <laughs> <laughs> what was the joke, Jose? Can you can you can you debut it? it was something about world um, exclusive. I don't know. I could sing you a song we're singing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, by all means, go for it. <sighs> and I don't know if I'm gonna keep it because uh, does it say her name? No. Okay, so it goes like this. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Mama Chicoleta, she goes by Chancleta. She said, I'm sleepy. She better not go pee pee. She said, I'm a cheetah, but we heard I'm a mochila. When she was chiquitita, she became a chubaquita. <laughs> mochila is a backpack. Okay. Uh, and then uh, Chancleta, it's uh, the um, flip flop. Okay. So it was kind of a song for English and Spanish people. Oh, nice. But yeah. And that's so what funny. my girlfriend like... has to deal with the whole time. <laughs> Songs are ace. My, my son can do wheels on a bus now. Oh, um, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he like he makes up his own, <laughs> his own thing. So we start out like really, really straightforward. Um, with, you know, wheels on the bus go round and round. Windscreen wipers go wish, wish, wish. Uh, the people on the bus go chatter, 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 and then it gets very strangely like um, conceptual. So it'd be like um, it basically barnyard animals are on there, uh, and then it's great. Sometimes, like he will stop in the middle of like a verse that we're singing together. So I'll sing it, and then he'll repeat it. Then he'll basically go stop, dad, dad, and then he'll come up with his own thing that's just complete gibberish, and then we have to repeat it together. It's brilliant. It's like it's one of the best things that ever happened. Uh, it's been like a highlight so far. So yeah, singing is awesome. Like I didn't sing at all before my son arrived, and now I sing all the time. It's good. Well, yeah, it's not like we are like, hey, we're singers, by the way. But we just no. But uh, since you were kind of singing, the wheels and the bus go round and round. Because you said a couple of things I never heard the song. Yeah. So sing it. Ah oh, no, you can't make me sing it, dude. Sing it. Oh, I guess. Okay, I guess I'll just, I'll do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All okay, right. No, so, no, 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 all right. Because you <clears> you just yeah. said um, you you, you didn't yeah. say the wipers. You said what did you say? I said the wipers. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. wipers on the bus go swish swish swish. Uh, it, it's it's something that we. Oh, make up, and the I kids think. go yeah. chatter chatter chatter. Chatter chatter. Yeah. See. Um. Uh. What else do we do? We do. Over uh, here is like uh, the kids on the bus go wah wah wah. So they cry. Oh, yeah, there's that one as well. We do that as well. Uh, we also do like the chickens on the bus go bucka, bucka, bucka. <laughs> <laughs> so we do farmyard, farmyard animals, like everything. But the good thing is, like, because he's mimicking everything that we say at the moment, uh, it's just a really, really good way to just chuck in words and chuck in different things that he doesn't usually say. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's cool. It's nice. We literally did it down the park today where I was just on a swing with him. Um, and we were just singing. Uh, it was great. Oh, so much fun. Yeah. And as, um, I don't know if you guys already know, but if you're new to the podcast, Andy is in England. And uh, I'm here in San Gabriel, California. That's the only reason I was asking. Uh, but we've been talking about Christmas in, <laughs> at the end of November. Uh, and then um, Andy texted me today, what are we talking about? And I said, excuses. And then he's like, what do you mean? And I'm like, well, 
The topic of the day is, have you ever used your child, your boy or girl, as an excuse for anything? And the reason uh, this came up to me was because um, I had jury duty yesterday. Do you guys have, do you know what jury duty is? And two, do you guys have something like that with it? So I think we do, but it seems like it happens a lot in America. Whereas over here, it doesn't happen that much. So we only really have juries for like important big cases. Um, we don't really have it for like tiny stuff because that's when magistrates get involved. Um, like judges, basically. Uh, but yeah, how how does you having a son get you out of jury duty? Well, let me be clear. No, it didn't get me out of jury duty. But it yeah. was one of those things that I kind of started my my statement, I guess. Uh, yeah. So basically, um, I got summons to be a, a jury duty. And the way it works for you to know, and for those listening in another country, is basically you get a letter saying that you're ought to report a certain date. And usually it's on a Monday. And the way it works is that the weekend before that Monday, you had to call to see if you're supposed to report. They, they could tell you, no, we don't need you to report, or yes, you need to report that day. And uh, I had to do some stuff, so I had to postpone it. Then I uh, I had another trip, so I had to postpone it again. And this time I said, you know what? I'm just going to go and do it. I don't care. Yeah. So... Um, I decided to call on Saturday and they told me, no, you don't need to be there on Monday. I called and then the, you had to keep calling, by the way. Every day you had to keep calling at night. And by the way, if you decide to do it, you have to go. It's like mandatory. It's like they could come and put you in prison if you don't do it. Right. It's one of those things. Oh. Uh, OK. And then um, so I kept I call on Tuesday and I'm still working and I called on Wednesday and then I called on Wednesday, and then they're like, yes, you need to report Thursday. And I'm like, fuck. Because <laughs> if, if they would have said no, there's no way they call me on Thursday night. I would have been free. No. So, yeah. And they say, you need to be at the court at 730 in the morning, downtown L.A. <sighs> so that means I had to wake up at, you know, fucking 530. And anyways, so I get there, and I'm thinking, all right, I'm just going to tell them, um, the first, the first time I actually got summons, I sent them back and I told them that the truth, that I work in radio, I work part-time, I don't have benefits, I can't even afford health insurance, that I can't. So they sent me a letter saying, like, financial troubles is not enough. You had to, I'm like, what the fuck? Anyways, so I just went and I said, you know what, I'm going to talk to somebody and literally tell them that, for example, yesterday I was supposed to work, so I lost money that I'm not going to get it back. So they should understand that. And they literally tell you, you had to talk to the judge. You still had to wait. So it's basically a waiting game where, like, yeah. they give you all the details about what's going to happen. And then by 9 in, uh, in the morning, they're like, all right, we're going to get some cases. And we're going to start calling names. And if you call your name, you had to go. All right. So the second time they called, they called my name. They sent me to another room. You get into a room and then they start by saying, like, we're going to tell you about the case. And then the uh, the lawyer is going to tell you what it is. The other lawyer is going to tell you their their case. And so by this time, it's 11 in the morning. I'm like starving. I haven't had a 
water because I thought I was just going to show up, tell somebody that I can't afford it and leave. So I didn't yeah. take food. I didn't take water. I'm like thirsty. There's no water to drink. Anyways. And then the judge says, let me explain you about what is going to happen. This is a case about this, this and that. And it's going to take about 15 days to be resolved. So if you are selected to be a juror, you'll be here until December 15. And I'm thinking, get the fuck out. Including next week, which is a holiday, except Thursday and Friday. And I'm like, holy fuck. And then he says, if anybody has a problem or needs to be excluded, please stay here. And then we'll start, we're going to be asking you one by one, why? So there were 45 of us possible jurors and 20 get out and they're like, yeah, we could do it. And I'm thinking, wow, 20 people actually say, yeah, we could stay here for 15. Let me, let me be clear. Some jobs, they do pay for it. So for example, if you don't want to work and just want to go and listen to stuff and still get paid, that's good for you. I can't. So, by the way, they're like, all right, we're going to be asking every single one of you your, you know, why you can do it. And we'll let you know whether you're excluded or not. And this started around 1130. Somehow, I ended up being, like, second to last. So, it starts at 11. One by one, start going in. And then 12 hits. And they're like, it's lunchtime, come back at 130. And then I had to go and look for lunch. I had to pay $10 for a salad. Come back at 1.30. Everybody starts coming in. And then I see some people that actually talked to the judge to be excluded. And they came back. And I asked them, like, hey, didn't you talk to the judge? And he's like, yeah, but they denied my my reason. And I'm thinking, fuck. What am I going to do? I I couldn't even afford to be there yesterday. And then they keep asking, asking, asking. And I'm thinking, what am I going to say? I'm going to be, my first thing is going to say that I have a son and I need to take care of him and I need to work. And then, so there's two people left. It's a lady and myself. And they call me in. And the the judge says, like, so you're uh, saying that you have financial reasons. And uh, he's like, well, what's your excuse? And then I said, well, first of all, uh, your honor, thank you for having me. Thanks for letting me speak. Well, you know, you had to be polite. Uh, and then he's like, sit yeah, down, sit yeah. down. I'm like, all right, thank you, sir. Um, first of all, I want to say that I have a wonderful and amazing four-year-old son. And uh, unfortunately, I work in a dying industry, which is radio. He's like, where do you work at? And I said, blah, 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 blah. And then uh, I'm like, I only work part-time. I don't have insurance. They don't give me benefits. I don't have paid mm. leave i don't have none of the normal things that people have um i wish it could be <laughs> alive but it's not and i live paycheck to paycheck and then uh he's like wait a minute he's like so who takes care of your son and i'm like well my girlfriend is a preschool daycare teacher and he's like is she full-time i'm like yeah but then i tell her how much she make, and he's like oh okay and then um and then he's like so he's like so taking care of your son is not the issue i'm like no sir like uh, my girlfriend could take care of my son. They go to school. So he taking care of him is not an issue. My issue is that I need to provide for my family. And if mm-hmm. I stay in this case for 15 days, I'll basically not going to have money to pay rent. And I'm going to have to move out. And then mm-hmm. he's like, all right, how much you make? And 
I told him how much I made and how much I pay for rent. And then he kind of laughed and he's like, don't worry, you don't need to be here. <laughs> he's like, go home. <laughs> and then, uh, but then I started thinking about like, uh, and then I went back and I still had to wait. And at four o'clock, they gave me a green paper saying that you're excluded and you're good for to go for a whole year. I was literally nice. dancing and happy. But the question was like, you know, how many times do people use your, their kids to for excuses? Like, I'm not going to lie. I have used uh, my son like one or two times for not going to work. So <laughs> I wonder how many times people say, well, I can't because I'm a dad. Have you done that? Yeah, definitely. Um, it's mostly for being late. Uh, so I'm <laughs> I'm not the most punctual person anyway. Um, but having a son that's quite young, his naps are all over the place, um, even now. So sometimes he'll nap and it'll be like an hour. Other times he'll be like three hours. Um, and everyone knows that. So there's been times where I've basically turned up to a place late and I could have got there earlier, but I just couldn't get my ass in gear to kind of go. Um, there's been other times where I've been like, oh, sorry, we're late. So we go swimming like every Sunday. Um, it's a thing called puddle ducks which is like a swim lesson for him and i've definitely like we've been late for that and i told the teacher like oh yeah sorry like he took like a massive dump uh just <laughs> we're about to take him and then and then they're like yeah yeah, yeah don't worry you didn't tell us anymore that's cool um so i've definitely used that an excuse i've never like but that's kind of like you're paying for that what are they going to do it's not like they're well gonna get yeah back. but like i it's what it's i mean more... is for like a it's job or something like that. Have yeah. you used your, your yeah. son for like, yeah, I, I didn't turn in the email because I was writing something for my son or something. Um, there's definitely been times where like he's been a little bit ill and like he's had to be home at nursery, but my wife is around so she could look after him. But I've said, no, I need to be off as well because I want to look after him. Like I've never had it like, I've never taken sickies over anything like that. But like you, like I'm, I'm self-employed, man. So the only people that I'd be cheating out of money is like, is me. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's, it's a tricky, the, the jury thing's really, really tricky. I've never run into that, thankfully. Um, but I've kind of got a little bit of a morbid fascination with the law, uh, with the way laws and, uh, court cases work anyway so i'd actually like really like to be part of a not part of a court case as in the accused but like be part of it in a jury system just because that that whole thing kind of like fascinates me i'm sure it's super super boring in real life but but kudos to you man for not using that excuse i mean i, I bet you was it quite intimidating when like he was telling you or asking for reasons why um well when he made it clear if i was saying that taking care of my son was the issue uh, look, I'm not going to lie. I'm not there to, like, I'm telling the truth. I basically make enough to survive. And yeah. the only reason to make money, I mean, the only way I make money is if I work. So if I don't work for 15 days, we literally had to move out of my apartment. So it's not like yeah. I'm lying. So no. I, when he asked if, if the issue was taking care of my son, I literally said, no, my, you know. My, anybody could take care of him but the issue was that i was going to be there for 15 days meaning half of my paycheck was not going to be there meaning probably i couldn't pay for rent yeah so that was the issue but but then i started thinking i'm like i'm 
pretty sure all these people are just saying, yeah, I have my son and uh, he can walk. And they're like, how old is he? <laughs> Six months. Um, <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> There's that. I mean, people totally play that card, like 100%. I mean, I, I think for me, I've definitely used it when, like, we've been at a cinema and the, the like, there's a there's something called baby cinema in the UK, which is, like, they're showing super, super early, the lights are quite bright, and basically you go and you watch a film that's, like, age-appropriate for whatever. Um, and some of them are absolutely shocking in terms of films. Like, what some films getting to cinemas nowadays for kids are, like, absolute garbage anyway. Um, so there's been times where I've gone to them, gone to films with him uh, and with my wife and be like, oh, I... Yeah, we're gonna have to leave halfway through because like he's not he's not very happy and like you could persevere with it, but yeah. So there's definitely times where I've used him as an excuse to leave and get some of my Saturdays back. That's quite good. Um, and the other one is we went to a play that was just rubbish um, while my wife was away, uh, and it's, I got up in the middle of it, um, but there wasn't many of us there, and the lights were quite bright. So people definitely noticed that I was leaving. Um, but it wasn't necessarily due to my son that I was leaving. It's more because the play was garbage. So, yeah, uh, using using like my son as a reason to be a bit more selfish. There's definitely been times when I've done that for surezies. Um, yeah, I have played the the dad card a couple times, and um, uh, not I don't think I ever said that he was sick because then I. I will feel so guilty and then I'll feel mm. that next time he gets sick is because my fault and karma's yeah. a bitch. But I have played the card, the dad card a couple of times. One thing that I was telling people is that, you know what I'm going to miss? I think I said this before. I'm going to miss the nice looks I get all the time when I'm with my son. So my son, it's a very, he's a very super happy guy. So when we're at the mall mm. places, he's laughing, we're laughing, we're playing. So, for example, you and your wife are walking in the mall by yourself. And you look yeah. at me and my son. Your wife is going to look at me and be like, oh, look at him. Such a wonderful gentleman with his son. Oh, such amazing person. And give me that smile like saying, good job, sir. You're doing a great job. Now, let me put another perspective. If I'm walking by myself with this awesome beard, short, no hair, with the serious face I always have, going, walking towards you, you and your wife are going to be like, well, we better move to the right because he's either going to rob us or he's going to do something to us. So I'm going to, I'm not seeing you personally, <laughs> but trust me, I know, I see those looks. I'm going to miss that look so much because I always get that look like, wow, you're doing a good job. You're a great person. Wow. Yes. Yeah, yeah. But if I'm not with my son, they're like, whoa, let's move to the right. Look at <laughs> this guy coming. Ooh, what is he going to do? Is he going to rob us? I definitely, yeah, I, I 100% completely understand what you're saying um no you don't have this look and you know no. you know it's you know, well, funny like i'm not lying i like i told my girlfriend we went to uh we went to oh the, we ended up going to mexicali right mm. and i told her 
and I've been to 40 states. I've been to a lot of places, bro. There's something about my face. And I guess that's why I'm using it to, you know, make money out of it. There's something about my face that people like to look. It's just I have something, whether it's good or bad. People like to look. People like to stare. And believe it or not, I get into a place. People will look at me like, and I don't know what their thoughts are. It's always a look. I always get looks. Always. Every time. And I'm used to it. I don't care. Some people will be like, cool beard. Some people will do like, I don't know. But I always get looks. And it's one of the things that I get attention from people, whether it's good or bad. Yeah. I'm not saying it's good. I'm not saying it's bad. It's just I get the looks. So for me to have that specific, good job, sir. You're doing a great job, dad. Whoa, look at how great of a dad you are. Because my son is so little right now. Yeah. It's going, you know, it's good. It's definitely like being with a happy kid is great. Because they just radiate happiness outwards and people want to engage with them. It's amazing. Like I was with my son, uh, like there's a local shopping center near me, like a mall basically. And they've got like a soft play area. Um, and he was playing in the soft play area and I was just waiting outside. Uh, so the soft play area is like a, a rectangle, if you like. And there's like a menagerie of dads all around the periphery, basically <laughs> standing guard, making sure, you know, um, nothing happens to their kids basically, but they all look super bored and super tired and like they should be somewhere else. Um, but I was just having a blast cause like watching him interact with other kids, is, I just find it hilarious. Um, just cause he's just like so awkward, but so happy. Um, and, uh, this is when a, a lady just decided to start talking to me. Um, and that's happened like loads. Um, and that, yeah, that, that look, that smile that you get, uh, from other people as they see you interacting with the happy kids. Great. Um, yeah, I totally understand that. But I don't think, when do you think that goes away then, Jose? Like, at what point? Well, with me, as soon as my son is now with me, he goes away. (laughs) Yeah, no, I mean, it's like, (laughs) that look, (laughs) that look, like, at what age does it go away? Like, you know. Uh, Well, let me put it on, let me just say this before. Like, I have had looks. I'm not, I I wish I was lying. Where, let's say my son is kind of in the back. And I'm like, kind of running away or just waiting for him and then people are looking at me like weird and then my son shows up to my left and his switch is like this from like oh my god what is he going to do to oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> maybe that's a relief thing <laughs> they're doing like the mental gymnastics in their head i literally not i i wish i was lying to like Oh, okay. I literally have that. I don't know. So I guess... I think all dads have that, though, dude. Like, think about it. When you're walking around... No, if you're walking around... Like like, you, stains everywhere or whatever. If Andy's walking around, they're going to be like, Hello, sir. How are you? Okay, cool. If Jose's walking around, they'll be like... "Um, Oh, it's dad. Oh, okay. It's okay. Aww. It makes sense. Uh, and then um, when does it? Well, I'm gonna be totally brutal, honest. When your son stops being cute, yeah. So basically, if your son, like for example, my niece is still a cute little girl because she's short 
and everything. My nephew, it's big kid now. So he would not get the, oh, look, that my son gets or my, you know, my my niece and my son get. So I guess it's when your kid is already a grown up. So, for example, yeah. let's say my niece in two years, she will become a teenager. She will be a probably holding a phone, you know, tossing her hair to the back. I'm doing it, by the way. I'm tossing my hair. I can tell. I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> so if somebody sees her they're going to be like oh look at this teenager you know what I mean but right yeah. now she's like happy jumping around with her cute face and everything oh cute girl in two years when she's looking at her phone just giving that like feel of like go fuck yourself teenager then people are going to be like "Ugh, another teenager do you know what I mean? Oh, so I guess yeah. the, the the answer is when they stop being cute. And then at that point, they worry that you're like, you're part of a posse or something, right? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Yeah, you're right. Everyone should appreciate that. That's cool. It's definitely cool. I've gotten more looks of just people just engage with you when you've got kids. It's great. It's absolutely great. Definitely a perk. And, you know, especially, like, if you have a kid like yours and mine that is happy. Because, you know, you never want to be that parent that their kids is just, their kids are just dicks, you know. And it's yeah. not their fault. It's the parent fault. And then you look at yeah, the parent definitely. like, what the? But obviously, sometimes kids are dicks. Like, it, 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 like even my son, there are times when he's just, you know, he's just being you know, naughty or whatever. Um, and but every kid has that. That happens. Uh, and when it happens in public, it's that's when the smiles aren't there. That's when they're like, you know, or oh, I feel sorry for you, man. Or, oh, yeah. Or just the, the raised eyebrows. And like, uh, yeah. <laughs> like that's happened. Um, yeah. It's just it's just one of those things. Definitely enjoy the positives. And, you know, the negatives are there as well when when things when they don't look so happy, let's say. So get ready for the looks when I get to your house. Are you ready? Hey, are you ready for this? Are you hanging on the edge of your seat? I need a break. Are you ready? Hey, are you ready for this? Are you hanging on the edge of your seat? I need a break. Are you ready? Hey, are you ready for this? Are you hanging on the edge of your seat? I need a break. Out of the doorway, the bullets rip. Repeat to the sound of the beat. We have a little segment called Andy's Jokes. And the way it works is that Andy tells a joke, and it could be a good joke. Or a bad joke. It is up to you to decide whether Andy's joke is a good one. Or a bad one. And if you think it's a good one or a bad one, you can send us an email at hello at josedelarroca.com. Hello at josedelarroca.com. And here is Andy with Andy's jokes. enjoy the music so we just got one joke this week only one i think just it's every one. week now yeah well it's, it's one joke this week yeah yeah i've still got the backup joke but um 
yeah uh, i mean you know we, we should uh next time your son makes a joke we should definitely note it down and use that next time because it would be probably better than mine so <clears throat> what do you call a droid that takes the long way around Ah, you're going to stop me with that one. Okay, I'll, re I'll repeat it. What do you call a droid that takes the long way around? I don't know, Andy. What? R2 Detour. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's a good one. Yeah, that one's not too bad. I think it's like I'm in total Star Wars mode at the moment anyway. Like I'm reading the stupid bloody prequel book to the new film coming out uh, and also playing... Uh, was it Jedi Fallen Order? I think it's called. Um, on, on PC and Xbox One and PS4 at the moment. Uh, that game is ace, by the way. Um, wait, hold on, hold on. Let's uh, finish the segment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so we could talk about Star Wars. Oh, wait, 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 wait. One sec. Uh, before we finish, uh, I just want to say thank you to Will, Will Brockass, who listens to the show as well. Uh, Mr. Sheep Wilder. He is. Uh, he gave me a comment on the last joke that said it was actually really good. So, yeah. <laughs> and if you want to be part of Andy's jokes, you can send us an email. Hello at josedelarroca.com. Hello at josedelarroca.com. And this episode of How to Be a Dad Without a Dad has been brought to you by Doggy Dogs. Get your dogs groomed and lock those prices. You can find them at doggylocks.co.uk. That is D-O-G-G-I-L-O-C-K-S dot C-O-U-K. By the way, they have a, they've been busy on Instagram, which I've been reposting. And they have a brand new little, what, what do you call it, shack? Is that what you guys call it over there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like a, a a pod. I think the official term is pod. And the owner of Doggy Dogs is going to go see the killers. And she is very excited. She's also excited to be part of the podcast one day. Uh, yeah. But we'll see if Andy ever, ever brings her to the podcast. But if anybody is in... Portsmouth, Southampton, Winchester, Hampshire... Uh, send her an email and then she'll get back to you with prices on how to groom your dog or cat. They also do cats as well. And that is doggy dogs at Yahoo, doggy dogs at Yahoo. So get your dogs groomed and lock those prices, guys. Talking about Star Wars, I feel so bad that you don't have Disney Plus. So um, nice. I have never had, well, I haven't had cable in a long time, right? So the only way for me to, for example, watch the show that I've been wanting to watch called Star Wars Resistance was if I had cable through the Disney Channel, of course. And then I knew about this cartoon called Rebels and the other one was Clone Wars. I knew about them, but I never really paid attention because they're in cable and I don't have cable. So uh, I was watching the Resistance <laughs> Because that's the first thing I started doing while I work out now. I watch my favorite cartoon, The Resistance Star Wars, because I have Disney Plus now. And yes. then I remember, and then I saw something that it said Rebels, and I liked their animation, and I clicked on them. And then I saw Darth Vader, and I watched one episode, 
to see if my son could watch it. And it wasn't violent. It wasn't weird. It was just a nice cartoon. Probably a little bit darker than uh, Resistance. But then I said, let me just put it for him, see what happens. Mm. And he loved it. And by the way, not only he loved it, I put it in my watch list and also Star Wars clones. So let me tell you something. We're like in full fucking Star Wars mode here. It's like, oh, we're, I'm like a fucking little kid. I was so mad yesterday that I was at jury duty. I'm telling you, I thought I was going to go to this place, say, hey, I work in radio, so let me go. I don't have money. And they were going to say yes. So I didn't take my headphones. I didn't take water. I didn't take food. So I was just basically sitting down in a bench the whole day where I could just be listening and looking at my Disney Plus and watching one or two seasons of Star Wars clones. So for you, which one is your favorite? Clone Wars, Rebels, Resistance? So I haven't... So despite everyone I know who likes Star Wars basically telling me that Clone Wars is actually really good and you should persevere with it, um, I haven't seen any of them. So uh, Clone Wars, Resistance, Rebels, haven't seen any of them. Want to see all of them. Um, So when Disney Plus actually comes to the UK at the end of March, I look forward to watching them. But until then... Kind of out of luck. I mean, the, the 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 only show that I've seen a little bit of is Clone Wars, and that's really good, really well put together, really fun. Um, so yeah, I'd probably recommend that one. But I'd never heard of Resistance before you sent me like a link to it last week, um, like a YouTube thing, and it's really cool. Like the art style is really like uh, Japanese anime, um, which I really really dig. So yeah, I'll probably give that a whirl at some point gonna have to wait and what were you talking about star wars by the way i didn't want to cut you i uh, just didn't want, i just wanted to finish the segment so jedi fallen order came out last week on uh ps4 xbox one and pc um it's a game that's published by ea but it is made by reef spawn entertainment so they're the guys that did titanfall and titanfall was like one of my favorite game series new franchises that came out last generation um and Jedi Fallen Order is like the first proper story-driven RPG that really the EA... So EA's got the exclusive Star Wars game license. Um, so everything kind of has to go through them uh, on like PC and, and proper consoles. I think mobile is different. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think the exclusivity agreement goes for that. But basically they haven't released many Star Wars games like at all. And EA are the only people that can release proper Star Wars games um, because they've got the agreement with with Disney, LucasArts. So this new game came out. It was super highly anticipated, but media was almost kind of... It didn't show well. It didn't preview well. Um, but it's out now, and it's brilliant. It's like I was umming and ahhing about getting it uh, just because the lead character isn't that great didn't really speak to me in any meaningful way. Um, and all the previews before it came out were really, really lukewarm. Like people did not like this game. It seemed. Um, but then I subscribed to something called EA prime, which is like, uh, basically you get access to games as soon as they came out, uh, for like 14 pounds, 99 a month. And you can, uh, essentially cancel it at any time. So I thought, well, I'll give the game a go. I will get a month subscription to this thing. And then cancel it after a month. 
which you can totally do, by the way. You can subscribe to literally 10 minutes after you subscribe, you can cancel it and it doesn't auto renew. So you just get it for the month. Obviously, you don't get the game to keep, but I don't care about that anymore. Um, and started playing it, played it for like four hours, five hours. Uh, it's, 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 dude, it's brilliant. It's amazing. It's so good. Um, <laughs> you don't sleep, I forget. Yeah, I don't sleep. Uh, and also like my... <laughs> again my my uh my son was at nursery and there was some other thing as well i think my wife was that was when my wife was away a little bit um so i could play in the evenings and it's just it's brilliant such a good game it's so well designed the story's really really good the antagonist uh sorry the the it's set after revenge of the sith but before rogue one so it's a really interesting time in star wars lore that isn't really covered outside of like it was covered in books and things, but it's not really covered anywhere else. Um, so yeah, it's just really good. Highly recommend it. Like, give it a go when it when it becomes available. Because obviously, I know you got a PS4 now, which is ace. Um, yeah, it's really really fun. Um, I would say anyone that's thinking about playing it, uh, unless you want like challenging combat, just play it on the lowest difficulty, which they I think they literally call it story difficulty or something like that, which is like uh, it's quite a hard game. It's a bit Dark Souls esque. Um, so, you know, it's all about exploring and finding your way through worlds and solving puzzles, puzzles and stuff like that. And um, wait, so you're a Jedi? Yeah, so basically you play as a Jedi, you play as a Jedi called Cal, who's like, basically he's one of the guys who, when Order, was it Order 66, something like that, uh, when that went down uh, in Revenge of the Sith, he was a Padawan who essentially his master was killed, um, but he escaped, and basically the game opens with him like being on this mining world, taking apart like old Clone Wars era like starships, and then but he's got these like Jedi powers that he's kept because he doesn't uh, that he's kept under wraps because he doesn't want people to find out because if he gets find out he gets ratted out to the Empire and then they come and kill him um, and yeah it just kind of goes from there it's brilliant wow. it's really really good what's the name again because I didn't even know Jedi was... Fallen Order Jedi Fallen Order came out last Friday available PS4 Xbox One Xbox One made PC. by uh, Respawn Entertainment oh okay and e yeah. EA right yeah, yeah. Nice. They are not one of my clients when it comes to PR. So this is a hundred percent organic recommendation. This is not uh there's nothing else in it. So yeah, it's a good game. And coming Check from it. you, I mean you've been in the industry for such a long time. But anyway. Yeah, totally. I it's one of the most refreshing games that I've played this year, I think. It's probably my favorite game this year so far that I've played. It's brilliant. Wow. There you go, guys. We talk about Christmas, Star Wars, <laughs> excuses that you make using your kids, all of that and more here at the How to Be a Dad Without a Dad podcast. Before we go, Andy, anything you want to say? You want to say hi, shout outs, anything? Uh, thank you to everyone for listening. Uh, thank you for everyone putting up with me talking about games. Uh, and as always, if you've got any feedback, just let us know. Um, if you've got any feedback, send us an email. Jose will send the address. Uh, and also you can bug me on Twitter uh, at Gaming Goodness, which is uh at g-a-m-i-n-g-g-o-o-d-n-e-s-s and then yeah hey talking about games did you ever get the game from that racing guy no <laughs> no i did not yosef newgarden uh he won the indie indie car championship by the way this year get the yeah. fuck out 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. No time to send me again. But it doesn't matter. It's fine. It's fine. It's if I ever become famous, I'd be like, Mr. Joseph, can I call you Jose? You suck. No, I'm just kidding. Hey, is uh, racing over? No, uh, Formula E's just started. So we can talk about Formula E a little bit next week. It's good. Until next time, my name is Jose Jose La Roca. You can follow me at dad without a dad. At dad without a dad. And we're looking for sponsors for Andy's jokes because he has amazing jokes that he wants to keep telling. Because at some point, I'm just going to not let him say any joke. I'm kidding. Shout out to Andy, his crew. Shout out to my crew, my little one, my girlfriend. All the La Rocas in the family. Especially the one that can't wait for Christmas. 26 days till Christmas! Ah! Thank you.